celebrities do have feelings. Yeah. 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 Right. So it's like, should I stay or should I go? It's toxic. If I stay, it'll be double. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be trouble. (laughs) Trouble. When I think of their singles, that is not one of them. Yeah. You know? Well, that's just how many great singles they had. So I'm very skeptical of that. Yeah. But I will say, though, if that's the lie, this is an extremely impressive lie. Yeah. Hello and welcome to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast, the trivia podcast that can't be trusted. Each week, our quiz master presents you with four big facts on a topic, but one of those facts is a lie. And for the month of February, we are celebrating anti-Valentine's Day. So instead of being your normal celebration of love and romance, we're celebrating the opposite of that. And today, our quiz master is Soups. Hello. And Soups is going to be presenting us with four facts about breakup songs. And this is a part two. If you remember from last year, we did breakup songs as well. So we have four new ones. But remember that of his four facts, one of them is a lie. So join me, Andy, and our other host, Tanner, in trying to figure out which one it is. Mm-hmm. Is it already a tradition if you do it like two times in a row? Because I feel like yeah. now I'm like a breakup song expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're the guy. You're the breakup <laughs> I'm the, song guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm the guy. I'm the guy for breakup songs. And I'm going to give you... I don't you, know what that says about you. So I've featured four songs and basically the internet considers them to be the best anti-love songs. <laughs> yeah. So the low-hanging fruit right. for the week. Which band's famous hit song is... You give love a bad name. Ooh, yeah. Oh, okay. You give love a bad name. Is it Bon Jovi or? Yes, yes. it is. Okay. Shut through the heart and you're yes. too blame. Come That's on, right. Tan. It is Bon Jovi. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. a bit of an I should have known inside joke, I feel like. <laughs> Karaoke classic. Karaoke yeah. classic. Okay, so let's get started with the first fact. Fact number one. Justin Timberlake's Crimea River is an ode to his unfaithful ex, Britney Spears. Oh, okay. Very gossipy. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, let's hear the story. All right. So let's begin with the verse from the song. Of course, I'm not going to sing it. You must. (laughs) It's what our listeners want. They (laughs) told me this explicitly. (laughs) Well, join us in Krakow for a karaoke party and then we'll do that. Okay, so here's a verse from the song. You don't have to say what you did I already know I found out from him now there's just no chance for you and me there'll never be and don't it make you sad about it yes alright so Crimea River came out in 2002 it's from his debut solo album Justified oh my god I just realized how old I am (laughs) it's been a minute Yeah. yeah so Rolling Stone has included this song in its 500 greatest songs of all time at number 484. Okay. Oh, barely. Yeah, it just cracks the list. Yeah. yeah. It also won a Grammy for Best Male Pop Vocal. And the song is about a man who is dejected and is trying to move on from his last girlfriend who cheated on him. Mm-hmm. In the music video, there is a yeah, lookalike. The car crash. Yes. Yeah. I feel like I remember that being a controversy. The girlfriend is like yeah. in a car crash and dies. Huh. Right. And in the video, the girl, she is kind of like a lookalike of Britney Spears. Mm. Uh. And that's how sort of this rumor started. And basically, the story was that Britney cheated on him with their choreographer. Oh, yes. Uh-oh. For a long time, though, Justin Timberlake kept denying that this is about Britney Spears. Mm. Yeah. I mean, 
I don't remember the lyrics very explicitly, but yeah, you know, it is very emotional song, but also like super 2000s. Mm-hmm. You got a little bit of some falsetto going on, R&B vibes, just sad boy vibes. <laughs> yeah. That right. was the 2000s. <laughs> right. Yeah. Seems pretty believable, yeah, right? Like, yeah. I mean, we know that Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears dated mm-hmm. around that time. Mm-hmm. So sure, it could be just tabloid stuff. Maybe he has come out and said like, no, you guys, seriously, it's not about her. Yeah. That's possible. But I think seems reasonable. Seems very reasonable, even likely. I yeah. feel like, you know, like to drum up more publicity, you would write a, a song about a breakup. You well, had, I mean, you know? maybe he felt genuinely like yeah. torn up. Sure. But- I mean, celebrity. Do have feelings. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. But I think saying no, it's not about her actually like drives more attention than yeah. saying, mm. like, yeah, I did have my heart broken. We were in a relationship and I really cared. And this song is about my feelings about that relationship. Yeah. That's the mature adult thing to do. Yeah. This sounds very believable. Yeah. I'll have to hear the rest. Yeah. All right. Fact number two high energy electro power pop song, Love Kills. Is the debut single of Queen. Wow. Love Kills was their debut single. Oh, this is like a classic trivia fact. Like, it's something like, like you probably should know this. I don't know this song. Okay, so then You're maybe. <laughs> Sorry. So let me give you the lyrics Love don't give no compensation, love don't pay no bills. Love don't give no indication. Love just won't stand still. Love kills, drills you through your heart. Love kills, scars you from the start. It's just a living pastime, ruining your heart line. Stays for a lifetime, won't let you go. Cause love, love, love. Won't leave you alone. It does sound familiar now that you <laughs> say of sing it. it. Yeah. Such a popular <laughs> say song. the lyrics. Yeah. All right. So a little bit of context. Well, we don't need an introduction for the band. And this song was actually released in 1973 from their debut album called Queen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When it released, the song largely went ignored. And it was then re-released in another album of theirs in 1974. In 2008, it was number 31 in the greatest guitar songs of all time. Wow. Okay. When I think of their singles, that is not one of them. Yeah. You know? Well, that's just how many great singles they had. Their first, though, like, oh, I don't really have context for this. I was not alive in the 70s. No. <laughs> I might find that surprising. So it's hard to know, like, right. if that would have been the first. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't. Well, what was? Yeah. What should I be thinking of so I should know that what the first one is? Right. Is it Bohemian Rhapsody? <laughs> is it just like right to the top? It's a two-pronged thing because there's the one thing where it's like, it's a song we should know. Mm-hmm. And then it's a song that we should know is older than Love Kills. Right. Which is asking a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's asking me a lot. I am not that deep into music history or into Queen. So it has to be something where like, you should know this. Mm-hmm. What about the breakup? There wasn't a direct breakup connection on okay. the story. It's more on the lyrics, yeah. right? That it is related right. to some breakup or some kind of heartbreak. Yes. Love hurt. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's a good anti-Valentine's vibe. Right. But. 
for the fact. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not so confident in believing that one as the first one. So we'll have to see how three and four stand up. All right. Fact number three. The third verse of Should I Stay or Should I Go has backing vocals in Spanish. Spanish? (laughs) (laughs) Who's it by? Rolling Stones? No, it's by The Clash. The Clash. Okay. Yes. The British punk band. Do you want me to also say the Spanish part? Yes. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. This indecision's bugging me. Esta indecisión me molesta. If you don't want me, set me free. Si no me quieras libarme. Exactly whom I'm supposed to be. Dígame que tengo ser. Don't you know which clothes even fit me? Sabes que ropa me quedro. Come on and let me know. Me tienes que decir. Should I cool it or should I blow? Me debo ir o quedarme. The literal translation of these lines. I love it. Yeah, so one of the greatest hits by English punk rock band The Clash. This is from their album Combat Rock. It was written in 1981 and it only became popular a decade later in 1991 because of a Levi's jeans commercial (laughs) who used it. Oh, weird. And then they re-released the song and then Uh. it just like blew. It is still the band's only number one single ever. Yeah, I can't name a single of yeah, the yeah, Clash. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> yeah. It also made it to the Rolling Stone 500 Greatest Hits of All Time in 2004 at number 228. All right. Wow. Yeah. Pretty high. I feel like it had a resurgence too with Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. The song has a very crucial role to play in the first season of Stranger Things. And basically the drummer of the band, he was in love with Spain and Spanish. So when they were recording, he just had an idea that oh I'm gonna do the backing vocals in Spanish. in Spanish so there was one of the tape operators in the studio who was from Ecuador and so he basically called his mom and just sang these lines in English and his mom sort of just literally translated and that's what made it to the backing vocals oh, yeah. weird wow Wow. I really hope she got credit on the album. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Does she get royalties for yeah, that? Yeah. That is so Tanner, weird. You know this song, right? I do know this yeah, song. Okay, yeah. good. I love how you asked Tanner, do yeah. you know this song? If I know it, then everyone knows it. That's pretty yeah. accurate. Like, that is the bar to clear. I mean, don't ask me to sing the words because right. I won't get them. Tanner will hilariously get the words yeah. wrong in yeah. a way that you could never imagine possible <laughs> that a person could get the song wrong. Yeah. But the Spanish part. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I feel like I would have noticed before that there was Spanish, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, is it like really soft? Yeah, right. That's what I mean. Like, don't you think you would have noticed this? Yeah, because if you're singing along, you'd be like, was that Spanish? <laughs> there is a part where, you know, like the second vocals come in. Uh-huh. I thought they just like repeated what the lead singer says. And now I'm like rethinking everything about mm-hmm. my entire life. Yeah. It's also an interesting breakup song because it's like literally it's talking about breaking up and leaving, right? Right. It's like a pre-breakup though because it's like right before it's should I stay or should I go? You're still debating it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if I should. Right. But I also kind of always thought that the interpretation of that song that I understood was that it's more like this is a person I shouldn't be with. Yeah. So it's like should I stay or should I go? It's toxic. Yeah. If I stay, it will be double. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It'll be trouble. Trouble. I don't know the word. Yes, the toxicity yep. levels will rise. Yes, I it's gonna so. become double. I thought so. <laughs> so close though. 
Uh, oh my god. Okay. All right. So, do you think it's real though? Well, every time Spanish comes up with soups, I always think, <laughs> is this just a way to learn it better? Like, did yeah. you just translate songs you like in your Spanish class? Because <laughs> right, this would be a very good one to just translate and practice the conditional or something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should should yeah. yeah. So I'm very skeptical on that. Yeah, but I will say though, if that's the lie. This is extremely impressive live. Yeah, <laughs> when yeah. you translated all the lyrics and then read them and stuff. A so. plus. And it's also one of those things where it's like, how did I not notice this before? So yeah. maybe it's not that I'm unobservant. <laughs> maybe it's because Soup's made it up. Maybe I want to believe that's true. All right. So we have one more to question before we decide. Fact number four. She's Out of My Life by Michael Jackson was originally written for Frank Sinatra. Ooh. Very different artists. All right. Very different artists. But, okay. Okay. I know both artists, but okay. I do not know the song. <laughs> okay. Let me make it slightly easier. Put me easier. out of my misery. <laughs> She's out of my life. She's out of my life. And I don't know whether... To laugh or cry. I don't know whether to live or die. And it cuts like a knife. She's out of my life. Yeah, so this is from Michael Jackson's fifth album, Off the Wall. Quincy Jones, who was the producer, he was actually saving this song for Sinatra, but at the same time, exploring ideas on how to give heavier themes to Michael Jackson. Oh. And he had been carrying the song for like three years. And finally, when they were like making this album, they were like, okay, this is your song. Go for it. They did like eight or 10 takes and Michael Jackson was crying all the time. Oh. And that's what made the song like so popular. Mm-hmm. Okay. The song came out in 1980 and it was number 10 at the Billboard Top 100. And this was the first time any solo artist achieved four of the top 10 songs. Oh, like at the yeah. same time. Taylor Swift like just got all 10. Yeah, when Taylor Swift got all 10. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Michael Jackson got four. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Okay. That is a hit. That is a series of hits yeah. in a yeah, row. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, this was the peak of, yeah, of his, his career. career. Yeah, 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 totally. So, one, why didn't Frank Sinatra do it? I mean, he was never approached. So this producer, Quincy Jones, uh, who had he, the song. He never oh. asked he, Yes, him. he was planning it. Frank Sinatra would be ideal. Yeah. But because at that time he was working on this album, he thought that, okay, let's try and do something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was written right. for... Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But then it was put on Michael Jackson's so because you, of Quincy Jones. There was like a Sinatra vibe mm-hmm. in it. It reminds me of Beyonce, another <laughs> classic breakup song, Irreplaceable. It was supposed to be a country song. Yep. And they gave it to Beyonce and she made it a hit. <laughs> it's interesting. Like it's a very different style for that artist as well, right. though. So right. it's a very similar story. So maybe that's the real story. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's the song that this fact is about. <laughs> True. Was it irresistible? 
Irreplaceable? <laughs> she just said it. I don't know the song. <laughs> you do know this song. How, don't know this song. Yes, How is do. irresistible a breakup song? I don't song? know music. How do you resist? Like, he doesn't think. It doesn't make any sense. He's like, I remember it started with ear and ended with bull. And I don't yeah. remember the part in the middle. <laughs> 100%. Okay. I got you. I got you. So either that lends credence to the story, mm-hmm. knowing that this happens mm-hmm. not infrequently, or that's the lie. Sure. It's tricky. It's a good point. It could be a lie in different ways. Yeah. Yeah. But here I am brokenhearted because one of those is not true. You've been lying to me, baby. (laughs) That's what I do. (laughs) You've been telling me lies. Yeah. Week in, week out. (laughs) Are these from songs? (laughs) It's from a hit song called I Should Have Known. (laughs) Okay. 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 I have to look that one up. Wow. All right. Before we guess, which of the four facts about breakup songs is a lie? Could you please repeat the four for us? I can. Fact number one. Justin Timberlake's Cry Me a River is an ode to his unfaithful ex, Britney Spears. Fact number two. High energy electro power pop song Love Kills is the debut single of Queen. Fact number three, the third verse of Should I Stay or Should I Go has backing vocals in Spanish. And fact number four, She's Out of My Life by Michael Jackson was originally written for Frank Sinatra. Wow, that is tough. Yeah, I feel like to me, the first one is the most believable of the four. Yeah, agreed. So I'm going to throw that one out. I still think it could be a lie because you never really know these celebrity couples and whatever, but I'm going to ignore that one. Number two, I feel like could be a lie, but I don't know what it could be. Mm -hmm. So I'm also going to throw that one out, Mm -hmm. even though I should know Queen's first single. Mm -hmm. So then I'm looking at three and four because I have made up stories for how the lie would be. And now I believe those stories, which is always like the dumbest thing. This is exactly how you get duped is by believing some story. Yeah. So you shouldn't even make up these stories. I made up these stories. In your mind. Exactly. And now I'm like stuck on them and I want to believe they're true, even though I know they can't both be true at the same time. That's a good point. I'm going to say that number three is a lie because I think it would be really awesome if Soup's just translated the lyrics. Yeah. Also, like, it's not impossible that I don't remember that being in the background, like, because that song is a mess, right? It's loud and there's a lot of things going on. So, like, I could have missed it. Mm-hmm. I want him to have made that. <laughs> okay. I'm leaning towards the Queen one. So I know a lot of hits by Queen. I don't know this one. So I think it's a different single of theirs. That was their debut. That's what I'm You're not going to venture a guess at which one? You can only name one other Queen song. You <sighs> I claim, know a lot of you hits. Claim to be, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just said, can you, just you name like it. five yeah, Queen name songs? Yeah, name one. Uh, name no, one name other. one other okay, Queen one. song yeah. than Bohemian Rhapsody. We are the champions. Okay. Yeah, so I think okay. it's that one. All right. We got fact number two and three. It's fact number two. Love Kills is Freddie Mercury's first single, oh, not the band's. Oh, no. That he released as a it's solo It's an art. imagine moment. Oh, oh no. It's okay. not a yes. Queen song. Yeah. Queen's first single is a complete opposite in terms of the title. It's called Keep Yourself Alive. Okay. <laughs> it's like the yes. mirror image of yeah. it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Wow. 
See, I, I knew it was going to be something like that, though, where it's like, you should know this. Yeah. So it wasn't one of the songs I named. <laughs> no. And those stories I made myself believe are completely BS because, of course, they are. You just have a very, very vivid imagination. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have broken my heart. Yeah. I need to go and write out these feelings okay. in song. All right. I should have known. I should have known. Thanks for listening to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast. We'll be continuing with our anti-Valentine's theme for the rest of February. And as always, thanks for listening. I don't know if it's a breakup story or an orgy.